boys and girls, this hey kids. is Grievances Filed by Andrew and Matt. Mm, yeah. Let's <laughs> get a lot hot stanky in here. Touch the sky. When the weather's fine, you got women, you got women on your mind. Have a drink, have a drive. But don't drink and drive. <laughs> Take her out for a meal. Just do what you feel. Alright, this is uh, season one. Episode. Is it seven? It is seven now. We've already made it to seven episodes. We've made it to seven. You know, there are some TV series that have a full season of like six episodes. Game of Thrones season eight, I think it was six episodes. We could be on season two right now if we wanted to. We could. Well, no, season two is next year. I don't know. We can make any, we can just switch seasons whenever we want, really, if we wanted to. But. Joining us today is a man that goes by many names. One of them is Mike. One of them is Steve. And his knowledge of football and the NFL world goes to great lengths. And we're lucky to have him joining us today. Mike. Thank you for having me. Of course. You're welcome. <laughs> we are in uh, a nice little studio again. Comforts of our own home. Th Just kidding. <laughs> no, we actually have a real studio. A real studio. Last episode... We were in a studio, but a studio that had no mics, but we had the soundproofing. Now we have four mics. Now we Five have, mics. yeah, four mics. Five. Two episodes ago, we had Bryce here. Bryce is not with us. However, he did rub off all his knowledge. Gone, but not forgotten. He might be forgotten, too. He's in uh, Tennessee right now. Is he, actually? Mm. What the hell is he doing down there? What's, there's a lot to do in Tennessee. Okay. Well, Bryce is there, so why wouldn't you want to be in Tennessee? <laughs> I guess so. But that I'll, logic, I guess. Don't want to see a Titans game. Oh my God, Titans! Well, we have a name for Marcus Mariota. He's because we say he seems like a Gabe. Gabe. A Gabe. Yes. yes. Okay. Gabe. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, Gabe through like he went like thirteen of twenty-one for like a buck twenty and a touchdown. Yeah, that's a Gabe. If right? you had, if you had your kids that you had to name. And then you had like your overachieving kid. You name him like, I don't know what you name him. Jack Tom Am Brady, Jack Hammer, or something like that. And then you had your like, underachieving kid. You name him like Chase or some bullshit like that. <laughs> but then the mediocre one in the middle is always Gabe, and everybody hates right. Gabe, yeah. no matter how polarizing the other two. Because are. like Gabe always, always hangs around. Like Gabe's there. Like he, why can't you can't get rid of Gabe? You don't know if you want to get rid of Gabe. Like, it's a very confusing matter. Yeah. So. You just got to accept Gabe. Yes. Leave him where he is. Look in the mirror and look at your just mediocre pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe a more evolved Gabe or evolved Marcus Mariota in, in terms of lackluster performances and especially in primetime, but not last night, is Kirk Cousins. Doesn't count. It does not. So prime that's <laughs> Thursday night against the Redskins doesn't really amount to prime time. No, it know, does Mike, not. Do you, do you, how do you feel about that? I feel like Kirk Cousins is the kind of guy that orders a cheeseburger and asks them to take the cheese off. <laughs> yeah. you just, you just, 
Uh, he'll send it back. And yeah, he just he's like I was doing things. He wanted the aged Gouda, and you gave yes. him the crappy American. <laughs> but like, so he'll get one of the most unhealthy burgers there are. He'll say, "Hold the cheese," but he'll also ask for like a side salad instead of the French fries. Exactly. But then he'll order like a milkshake with it. He just makes things confusing. Yeah, you, you just don't. You can't understand this Kirk Cousins guy. Last night in the yeah. most unexciting Thursday night football game since the Carolina Panthers played I had a good time the Tampa night. Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> <laughs> you t- All right, are you going to go sit down and watch the uh, All-22 film because it was that great of a game? Um, if I prepared for it the like last night, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then perhaps. But Kirk Cousins, so there's this, he's a recurring caller of the show, Joe Spinoza. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. He is one of the biggest Kirk Cousins fans there are. And he, he made a chief Warren. Oh, <laughs> yes. And he made a stat that isolates quarterback stats in 1 p.m. games. And I think like Kirk Cousins leads that stat or, or some bullshit, okay. something like that. Because Kirk Cousins can only play in one o'clock games. And I bet him. So including last night, the Vikings have five primetime games for the rest of the season. So now they only have four left. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, besides the Vikings Redskins game, I bet Kirk will lose the next four okay. primetime games. I bet him five cases of Diet Dew because that's what Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless do. He's yeah. not a big Dew guy, though. No, he's not a not a big Dew guy he at all. He ain't doing the Dew. Yeah. Skip Bayless woke up at 2.03 a.m. this morning to prepare for his debate against Shannon Sharp. I woke up at like 5.30 to scratch my balls, but I was late. And then did you put on your lucky Jordan shoes because you can't lose in these Jordans? Yes. Yes. Just like Skip Bayless, we're exactly like Skip Bayless. This goes back to Kirk Cousins going 23 of 26, getting in, didn't get into the end zone. Nope. 285 yards. Right. Called it a day. Another confusing game. Yeah. Because, oh, okay, like, he only missed, like, three passes, right? But. I mean, you're supposed to be confused in college, but, like, <laughs> when you're age of 30, especially in Minnesota, I don't think they allow you to be confused. It's too cold up there for him. He's going right to his head, you know? The, mm-hmm. Brain freeze, or something Zimmer like that. Zimmer looks all cute over there with his rosy red cheeks and everything. And oh my god! And his his bad eyes. His bad eyes. <laughs> I did like the Adrian Peterson ovation though. That's a guy I've been I've taken on my fantasy team for the past eight or nine years in a do row. They just really? Clap two just always hoping. <laughs> just <laughs> always hoping that'll do something. The past couple of years, I take him every time. He just has a bunch of 70, 80 yard games. Calls it a day. Yeah. So that's what I was about to. Adrian Peterson. I would always pass up in fantasy. Really? Yeah, because it's just like it, it, he's not like that. I, I don't know. I would rather have a more electric type of player than a, a 30, 30-something-year-old Adrian Peterson, yeah. especially, I don't know, you don't really know what you're going to – on a team like the Redskins now, do you really know what you're going to get from uh, no, Adrian no. Peterson? It's kind of one of those. It's same thing with Matt Stafford. You take him the first year you ever play fantasy, you got to keep him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stafford. Uh, give everybody a chance. Yeah, I guess. Oh. Not that'd maybe that's why I'm three and four. That'd be an interesting <laughs> fantasy league. You do a dynasty league with like you and nine of your friends. Mm-hmm. Each year, you'd have to take different people, or like you'd have to go over the course of three years. You can't have the same guy from year one or year two. Two or three on the different team. How many people can you keep in a dynasty league? I don't 
however many like it varies usually one two three maybe I don't know. are there rules about who you can keep and who you can't keep my dad does a league and you can't keep a guy that you took before the sixth round so anybody it. after the sixth round you yeah, have otherwise the everyone to would keep. just keep otherwise their yeah otherwise i'm picks. keeping Le'Veon bell and david johnson every single year yeah forever. i heard though that there's a um you can also do it where say you draft Say you drafted, I don't know, Julio Jones or somebody or Juju in the, the second round. I know he's garbage this year, but you want to keep him next year. You mm-hmm. lose your second round pick for next year. Okay. Which would be interesting. Yeah, that's interesting as well. That is, okay. My dad kept Mahomes last year. Took Ooh. him like round 11 or something. Speaking of Mahomes. I made this whole, this is what I made over the summer for a draft chart. It's all color coded too. Like that's too many colors. That's so many colors. It looks like Andy Reid's playbook it's right there. It does look like a... Which is actually just a menu. Cheesecake Factory. Menu. Yes. <laughs> but Mahomes, and then initially everyone awesome. thought he was going to be out for... Like, like the year. Yeah, almost, right? Cause yeah, I thought was, he was done. Right? It, it, everyone was like, oh, ACL, ACL. And then they're like, no dislocated knee. And then they were like, okay, well, Stafford was out with a dislocated knee for four weeks so definitely four week minimum and now they're like okay like he seems like almost ready to go is what it seems like and he's missed one well he missed 90 percent of the game he got hurt in and Mm -hmm. then he's missed the next one so i don't know it seems like he's gonna be back he hasn't missed the next one yet he hasn't played a game since oh yeah yeah well this sunday about a mess yeah no yeah but i mean he could be back it sounds like Within like the next week or two, then he could be the next RG three. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) Mahomes is the next RG three. I don't know. Matt called it, and is he picking it and sticking it? That's a hot take. I am dropping my balls on the table. Wow. All right. Mahomes is the next RG three. You heard it here first. Yep. Here we go. Matt Moore doing a valiant job filling in, right? Because it's. Is it that hard to hit wide open Tyreek Hill? No, no. <laughs> it's not that hard. And with Kelsey as well, you kind of all you gotta do is loft the ball up in the end. Yep. Kelsey's a little bitch though. <laughs> Finding uh, traps. Explain yourself. I don't know. You always see him get held. He calls for penalties. Yeah, that, and that's, then, that's uh, Gronk's career. He, he's but, been but he's mugged. always bitching, and then you can beat the bag out of him, and he kind of turtles. You see his reality show too. Yeah, he's a Finding bitch. Travis. I haven't seen that. Oh, it's like his dating show, Find, yes. Finding Travis. Really? Yeah. So is he on the market or what? Does he get I that nut? I don't know if the show is still going, but I remember last year, I think it was on like Facebook Watch, like one of those ball in the family wow. shows. Wow. So him and Aaron Rodgers, his brother. Yes. Right. Okay. Wow. I didn't know that about Travis. That explains a lot about Travis Kelsey. Yeah. There's one more oh, yeah. thing I'm not going to watch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Okay, so Matt Moore has all the weapons at his disposal and Andy Reid reading plays off a Cheesecake Factory menu. It's a Golden Corral menu. Get it right. <sighs> They're both combined. He took them, mushed them onto one little like combined PDF, printed out a giant four-foot page menu. He just menu. took my BDW and put it on there. Bitch. Yep, exactly. And the Packers are going into Arrowhead this Sunday night. You know if Mahomes was playing, shoot? I would have loved to see that game. Me too. Now I don't want to watch. But, like, could you envision a scenario in which, again, the receivers are running wide open, 
Matt Moore hits them a couple times. Chiefs get up early, like 10 nothing, And then if they get up first, maybe. Maybe they have a shot, right? We've seen the Packers. I don't think the Packers are as good as everyone says. I think their offense has been really good. But then you have games like against Philadelphia where Aaron Rodgers throws a pick at the one-yard line and their and their defense, which everyone thought was super good at the start of the season because they held the Bears to, what, like three points or something like that, mm-hmm. looked very bad in that game. So it's they're almost like similar to the Indianapolis Colts where they'll beat the Kansas City Chiefs and then they'll beat the Houston Texans, but then they'll lose to the Oakland Raiders at home. Yeah. So the Raiders. I think the, Pack- <laughs> the Packers are kind of one of those teams where if Aaron Rodgers is not doing his thing mm-hmm. – they're not very good. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Really not very good. Right? On either side of the ball. And this think is... about how that Raiders Packers game could have swung if Derek Carr wasn't a complete idiot and didn't fumble that ball through the back of the through the side of the end Absolutely. zone for a touchback because they would have for gone like up the fourth time in his career. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> how has he not learned? I know. Oh, and he just He does look like, like he has Down syndrome. <laughs> yeah. And he blames it on being like uh you know, it's, it's tough out there, like, when you're a competitor, blah, 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 blah. Man, but you got to coach that. You got to figure it out. Even uh, on Monday night when the Pats played in New Jersey, there was a play when James White was lunging through the pylon, and instead of Derek Carr, who holds it out, like, in the palm of his hand, like, LaShawn McCoy carries the football, Yeah, James White had it tucked in his arm, and either he was going to go out of bounds or his entire arm that was cradling the bar, ball was going to make it over the pylon and, and there's no way he was going to fumble that so it's just yeah just whatever you're out of bounds at the half yard line and live for another down so don't yeah this sunday night game though it comes down to the battle of the mats it's matt lafleur yes versus matt moore we don't even know if matt lafleur is good do we yeah, i mean because aaron Rodgers has just like played but like the very well the yeah, game so. is the first one to rub the top of matt hasselback's bald head is right the one that'll gain the advantage in the game Mm. This is, I don't know what other... Well, Pat McAfee is usually the first one to rub his head. But that's another Matt. Pat? McAfee. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> but in the in that Thursday night booth, McAfee is, is electric. Yeah, but, I mean... What game was the, he on? Oh, he was like SMU, oh Houston. SMU. University of Houston, which apparently, I think, one of your friends said they copied the Kentucky logo or something like that. I don't know what the hell you're saying. I was already hammered. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the Houston playing the someone else's on Thursday night college football. But, yeah, do you think Matt LaFleur is a good coach or is it, is it too early to say? I think it's too early to say, but He's I'm leaning in that direction. I'm he, leaning in that direction. I had, think... He's had a horseshoe shoved so far up his rectum. It's not even funny. <laughs> if you watch the Detroit game, and you, will, you they get to play, they got to play Derek Carr. That, <laughs> I don't know what else. What oh were you saying? God. I think he's Lefleur. getting there. I think he's getting there. Le Fleur. Le Fleur. Well, he was a. Let the buddies hit Le Fleur. A uh, McVeigh disciple, right? Yeah. And Zach Taylor was too. I believe so. And they have a combined. And whereas six Zach times. Taylor doesn't have a win yet. <laughs> and Andy Dalton. <laughs> oh, what? Who is Andy Dalton? I what boat know. is he in? 
They used to say that there is a line, a Dalton line, whereas if, the Dalton line being if you're better than Andy Dalton, you're considered a good quarterback. If you're worse than Andy Dalton, you're considered a bad quarterback. But I think Andy Dalton now is just a bad quarterback. Yeah, I think if you're worse than Andy Dalton, now you're a really bad quarterback. Yeah, so who who now takes the line of... Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Spinoza would be... He he probably heard that and is now writhing in anger. Oh, Joe, if you're hearing this, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, Kirk Cousins... Like a, I, I, I get, he's a little bit above the line, but I get where you're going there. The line. The line. Mm. Mm. We gotta, you know, we do, we need to do some brain mapping. Where's Flacco? Paper and pencil. I think Flacco's below the line. Oh, but I, I still have in my head what he did in 2012, which is what everyone still has in their head, which is why he got that contract. Watch Joe Flacco like the next couple of weeks just go off. On some kind of run, so he can get paid like another hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. and then just start sucking again. Because that's what he does. He plays very, he plays well enough to get a contract, and then we'll suck. Is Stafford the line? Some would say Stafford's a lot better than the line. I think Stafford's better than the line. But he's... the the thing is, he's usually on shitty teams, and he'll finish the season like six and ten, and no one will care that Matt Stafford puts up like forty nine hundred yards and and like thirty five touchdowns. Yeah. So. So uh, Stafford could be about maybe. Trubisky's what about Tannehill when he's playing well? Yeah, yeah. Fitzpatrick over the course of Fitzpatrick's career. Fitzpatrick's above the line. Come on, no, Fitzpatrick's another guy Fitz that Fitz, Fitzpatrick's another guy that he got the contract in Buffalo and then started sucking. He was literally so good for Buffalo. He went like 5-0 and or 5-1 and with Buffalo, oh, no. which I think they are right now. You see, right? The, you see the hit four. that he laid on in the end zone? Oh, yeah. he That was... Um, I mean, actually, he took... I think he took more of the hit than what he gave, but if you actually saw, he went full head of steam, full force. I haven't seen a quarterback do that all year. That's a lot of grit and mental toughness. But I think he said he identifies most with Buffalo, so that was like his biggest redemption game, I guess. Okay. So that's why he spearheaded a, a hit in a meaningless game for Miami. Because they're, they sh- they're tanking, they, so why would they even want to win that game? Why are they putting out Fitzpatrick if they're trying to tank? Wouldn't they have a better shot of losing with Rosen? Yeah. Right? Yep. Do you feel bad for Rosen at all? I feel bad for Rosen a little bit. Because he was given, like, zero shot in Arizona with a shitty team. All the other quarterbacks of his year have been given a shot. Yep. All of them. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And now he's in Miami not they getting a shot. They a second-round pick for him, too. Mm-hmm. And then Miami's going to draft. Are they going to get is, – is Tua, I guess, the guy that they're saying for that number one uh, pick? I don't even think he's that good. I don't – yeah, I, you I know agree. what I do is I lose another 16 games next year mm-hmm. and get draft, uh, Justin Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. I I don't think Trevor Lawrence is that good either. Mm. Because he so he, well, I, that could uh-huh. be controversial. You gotta I w- pick it and stick it. He's not a good player. I think Trevor Lawrence is the next Peyton Manning. Mm, okay, I could see that. I could see that. I think that's a very that's Peyton a very Manning. good he comparison. Needs time. He needs time. And he's obviously but, not very good at football. Like <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Trevor Lawrence is right. He was so spectacular last year, and then everyone's has their eyes out watching for him, and then it's like he's almost choking under the pressure. He's like, obviously has the arm talent, right? But now he's just making sometimes like these stupid, shitty decisions and throwing really like 
mind-blowing interceptions. I think he's just going around not giving a fuck. He's not, he can't even be drafted this year. Yeah, I know. The he, bigger, he, Honestly, the bigger issue with Trevor Lawrence is that he's the star quarterback at Clemson. He's still dating his little high school girl. Mm. What's he doing? Uh, <laughs> What's he doing? Let me check her out on Instagram. She's probably got a couple, couple hundred followers. He needs to pull an A.J. McCarron fast. Yeah. <laughs> ASAP. Oh, my God. A.J. McCarron. Didn't get a lot of, didn't get a shot in the league. I thought he was going to be pretty good. When he did start, he did start. And he, when he did start, he did. When he did start, he thought he did okay. But AJ McCarron's girlfriend slash fiance slash wife. I don't know. And by the way, Trevor Real Lawrence's winner. girlfriend is still good looking. But I mean, does she can, have longer hair than him? Can't confirm. She does have longer hair than him. Okay. Which is good. Can Matt? Can Matt pass around his confirmation? Oh, I'm looking at porn now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess we should discuss. Her. She has, he has better hair than her. It's almost a similar color. They both have like this blondish that kind of fades into like a darker color. Um, he has a, he has a gigantic face compared to her. Does anyone realize that Trevor Lawrence has just a very very <laughs> large and large. big face? He does. <laughs> that's face. why that's why I mentioned the whole forehead thing. That's Peyton Manning. Yep. I mean. Only I, now instead of his forehead, it's just this it's the face. Skull. It's the head. Yes, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Mike's picking it and sticking it is the next Peyton Manning in terms of forehead, in terms of... We'll already say that Trevor Lawrence can't win uh, in the NFL playoffs. Trevor Lawrence will eventually lead the league in one-and-done playoff appearances. Okay. Is what I'm, I'm going to pick it and stick it. Yeah, like he has one girlfriend, he's done. Yep. Marissa Mowry is a big fan of the show also. Yeah. She always listens. And I heard she called in a couple weeks ago. She did call in, uh, passing it over to Mike now. She called in a couple weeks ago, but we couldn't, you know, play the interview because everyone was begging for us to play the Joe Spinoza interview instead. Right. So that's, we, that's what we had to go with instead. Do you so. think any quarterback could ever actually be successful with that hair? Like, does he have no. to cut his hair? When he he's has drafted? to cut his hair. He has to cut his hair. Th- w- name a quarterback. Wait, who does have long hair? In Charlie the- Whitehurst. Corderell Patterson had long hair for a while. That's like the. I'm, I'm just naming players at this point. But you, yeah, think about quarterbacks too. No, right? no Charlie no, Whitehurst. No quarterbacks. Charlie Whitehurst was Jesus. Or was that Curtis Painter? Both. I mean. Brady had it at one point. Yeah, but he had the Justin Bieber hair. Yeah. He didn't have the locks past his shoulders. Yeah, it still counts. Mm-mm. He did have I, it. Uh-uh, he did because have the Bieber thing long. was in for like a year. It was, but let me... When Bieber was Bieber and Brady was Brady. Brady is still Brady, but... Yeah, no quarterbacks have that type of hair. He's going to have to cut it. See, Brady did have it, though. It wasn't as long, but he had it. Yeah, okay. Like... 2011, it's it looks a, like. It's a different style. I mean, that's way cuter. Come on. Right. Obviously. Because he has it. It's almost like he has it blown out in the back yeah, a little bit. It's like a little. So it frills out. Although I'm not really a fan of that. No, that. That's a little the, much. The ponytail. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't like that. That was like a. I think they're at like a soccer match in 2013 or something like that. Yep. Ugh. But yeah, that that was in. That the the beaver hair was, was in. in. It goes over he your took over ears. took the world at that point. And he had it. He had it going to the left a little bit, right? Uh-huh. That was the thing. The and leather then, jacket, Calvin Heffis, right there. <laughs> oh my god! Crazy. Also, another huge fan of the show. But then Brady finally got his head in the right place, and then I think his best hair has been ever since he met Chris Hogan 
and he would do like the little high and tight kind yep. of thing. I think that was his best. Yep. So he is currently at his peak. Someone who's not at their peak in recent news, Josh Gordon. Ooh. Put on the injured reserve with what they say is a minor injury. He was fighting his way back from that knee injury that he suffered on the scoop and score play against the New Jersey Giants when he was trying to chase down that fumble and his knee kind of got contorted. He was working his way back. No one thought that this was like a big injury, and apparently it's not because Ian Rappaport rappaported that because Gordon is on the IR with a minor injury, he will have to be released when cleared to play. Did you see the other Rappaport report yesterday? What was that? Michael Rappaport. C, uh, Ian Rappaport. Oh, okay. About CJ Mosley. Mm-mm. Can you report? Can you rapaport that for us? I can rapaport the rap sheet to uh, you. Yeah, please rap sheet this. Uh, keep talking. I'll... In the meantime, <laughs> everyone was surprised that Josh Gordon was put on the IR, even Josh Gordon, because the NFL made an Instagram post saying, Hold on, "Like here it is. breaking, breaking, breaking news from, from NFL from now." Jets hashtag Jets linebacker CJ Mosley still on the sidelines as the team as the team does a deep dive into his groin. Wow. That was real. I kinda wanna see that. Dealing with groin. How does that go down? What? How do you do a deep dive into a groin? I guess you just spread them and, and dive right in, I guess. Yeah. That's the only way. But Josh Gordon was surprised that he was <laughs> Put in the IR. I found that hilarious. He wrote interesting with the eyes, right, or something like that? Yeah, interesting with uh, the little magnifying glass with the the chain hanging from it. Like, he's uh, an old, like, philosopher. Mr. Peanut. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mr. Peanut. Exactly. Philip, Dor- Philip Dorsett said that everyone in the locker room was surprised. I think everyone liked Josh Gordon. Brady loved Josh Gordon, too. And now he's going to be Patrick released. Patrick Chung was like Josh Gordon. Mm, different different ways, but yes, they they both uh, they both like breaking the rules a little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> living on the edge. Yeah, a little bit. But I think Brady Brady was mad when AB was released. I think he is upset that Gordon was released. Yes, perturbed. All right. I mean, is this is this going to be an issue for the Patriots? They played. The last couple games without Gordon, they've done fine because their defense has been amazing. They added Sanu. Are they going to be missing Josh Gordon? Mm, miss as in their I mean, I have something? Edelman on my fantasy team. As do I. And by miss, do you mean not win a Super Bowl? Because I say no because it, I could play. I could be the wide receiver and you could be the tight end and – you could be the fullback, and the Patriots are still going to put up 35 points and win the Super Bowl. I might as well have been the tight end on Monday night because if you didn't notice, the Monday night crew kept calling the tight end number 82 because they didn't know his name. And honestly, neither do I right now. Eric Tomlinson. Who was released to make room the for The father of Sanu. the Danian Tomlinson. The do you guys think that the Patriots make a move to get a tight end before – we move into the postseason. I was thinking a guy um, 
like an Austin Hooper type guy? Do you think they go I for think that? I think Matt was preaching that, that a little bit, right? Yeah, that and Sanu. But, and Sanu, yeah, yeah, yeah. at this point, they're not. I feel like they, they, I think they're set. As, far, as long as freaking lacrosse, lacrosse. Lacrosse. Lacrosse balls gets bad. But Ben Watson had a ball hit off his face. But, he, I mean, he, Ben Watson seems like he can get open on, like, a third and six. Which is really all you need, right? Yeah. Ben Watson's already been more productive than our tight ends have been all season long. Mm-hmm. I think Izzo is good for like a wide open touchdown every six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, I can do the math on that. Yep. Can't calculate. So he w- he's confirm. on pace for three touchdowns this season, all wide open. And he's also, he, Ryan Izzo will end the season with 11 catches and three touchdowns for like 47 yards. Yeah. That's just Ryan Izzo right there. Watson. It wasn't weird. Like Watson seemed just physically small on if, the field. It looked weird from the tight end. Izzo and Watson had a kid together. It would be Lizzo. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. And what 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 do you think? What do we think of that right there? I think Lizzo would be a sick tight end. <laughs> nah, I need, we they they need more guard help. Do you know if you took the first initial? of Larry, the first letter of Larry Izzo's name and his entire last name, you get Lizzo. My mind's blown right now. Right, exactly. That was a tough one to put together. So, yeah, um, our condolences go to Josh Gordon. But Sanu is going to be filling in. Brady always finds a way. I think Mike actually has a couple talking points, right, to go over? Well, yeah, at the end of the day, it's Patriots by a million. Right, pats by that. a million. Pats by a million. Yeah. And it's we almost shouldn't have played this season. We almost shouldn't have had to play it out. It doesn't make sense. Every, I mean, I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw a post that said the Patriots would be 3-3-1 three, three and one this year mm. if their offense never took the field for a single snap. Wow. <laughs> a single snap. Where's that one coming in? Three, three, and one. We would have tied. I don't know. Tied I think at there zero. was a game where, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we we uh, shut out the Jets or not the Jets. We uh, I think we shut out. A, did we shut out another team? Yeah. Well, we shut out Miami and we shut out uh, the Jets. It would have been the Jets game. So, so it would have been I, this most I recent assume, game because yeah, their special we, teams we and defense have didn't have a team. score. Exactly. Three, three, and one. Better than seventeen other teams in the league and tied with one. And they actually use their offense. So go through the schedule. They would have. They would have lost to Pittsburgh. Three wow, nine. three to nothing. <laughs> they would have beaten Miami by mm-hmm. however many points they scored. By a million. By a million. They would have beaten the Jets? No, they would have lost to the Jets. Um, They would have lost. Would they? Yeah. The Jets, they had an interception, no mm-hmm. touchdowns. No, yeah. There were zero touchdowns. Um, um, Buffalo. No, that would have been a tie, though. Buffalo, we had the... We had a touchdown. Yeah, the blocked punt touchdown. Mm-hmm. Two touchdowns off the Giants. Right. Um, the Washington game was nothing. So that might have been another loss. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But still, 3-3-1 three, three, and one's pretty good. 3-3-1 three, three, and one with no offense. So um, who do you have as the next best teams in the AFC? Uh, the AFC, I know you might disagree with this. Mm. The AFC is officially a three-way race. There is no other teams that are going to compete whatsoever other than the Ravens, the Chiefs, and the Patriots. 
Not the Colts. No other teams. No. Wow. Not the Colts. Not the Colts. I like the Ravens. Pain. I don't know about Chiefs, the Chiefs though. At this the point. Chiefs. The I Chiefs, promise. Right the, when Mahomes the gets Chiefs back, they're are, the same team that they were before. What's their? What's their? They're five and two, right? Five and two. So they. Like, they I think we could all assume a loss. Take another loss this week. Five, five and three. three, and then I think they win out with Mahomes. Unless you they think play, they win they out, the so they play New England. In they, New without England. with other than that one, so they end their season with what four losses? Eleven and twelve and four. Eleven and four. Twelve and four. Okay, is what I, is I what think we think they end their season. If we're speaking in terms of who's going to make it to the Super Bowl, obviously you put the Patriots first because they got home field advantage. Right. I mean, and at we the pace that they're on, well, we got to do it in terms of who's getting who's getting buys and who's getting home games in the playoffs. The Chiefs might be setting themselves up to where they would have. I think the Chiefs will have to wild, play wild card weekend yeah. at home against some crap bag team. Right. And then I, probably. <laughs> Where are the Ravens sitting right now? They are tied with the Chiefs. So the Chiefs are the two seed. The Ravens are in the three. And then the the Houston Texans. um, The Texans won't. No. No, I think that, that, well, if you go by divisions first, obviously New England in the east, I think Baltimore will get the north. Chiefs get the west. And then the south, I think Indianapolis wins that division, the wild cards being Buffalo and Houston. Okay. And then from there, New England the one. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, how many losses do the Ravens have already? I think two. Two or three? Two what? Oh, Ravens two. Two? So then they, they definitely have another one coming up because they play New England. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the Colts. The Colts have looked, like, really good. The Colts are playing Flacco at home this week. Yeah, and they don't have to play the Patriots in the regular season. Which is a blessing, right? For so that's any like team. they could, yeah, they could. What if the Colts get the two seed? Here's, ooh, here's here's the Colts' mm. upcoming games. Go back to the the days of Brady and Manning the Colts running play. the AFC. Colts Brady and <coughs> now Brissett, yeah, two Col- members of the Wolfpack. Colts are at home against Denver. They're on the road in Pittsburgh. Then they go. They're at home against Miami. They're at home against Jacksonville. Then they go on the road to Houston. At home against Tennessee. On the road in Tampa. On the road in New Orleans, uh, at home against Carolina, and then on the road in Jacksonville. So I see no more than three losses in there. I was saying I think they're losing at least three. And if they if say they lose three games, that puts on puts them at eleven and five. Kansas City's already at two losses. We'll, we'll say three after this week, and we'll say four because of New England. If there's another loss for Kansas City. Which very could be possible. Kansas City would lose out on the tiebreaker. However, they'd have the tiebreaker over um, Baltimore. Foul. So. i got to get my calculator. There's a lot of information for, I just took, for speculation I here. I just took all the information off my phone and dumped it into your brains. All right, and now it's you're welcome. up to the listeners <laughs> to to make their decision about this. But I don't. Th- I, I think again, Houston and Buffalo could be wild cards. Watch Buffalo go into like Kansas City and just kick their ass. Okay. Could you imagine that in the playoffs? Yeah, in the playoffs. Well, if Micah Hyde can keep scoring these untouched touchdowns, right? right because the Buffalo Bills look amazing touched. against the Patriots, <laughs> and then they they should have only won by three against Miami. So. I don't know what's going on in Orchard Park. I don't think anyone really does. They don't know what this many wins is like. Yeah. So, good for Buffalo. Uh, it's Bills Mafia. Yeah. It's the only way to go about Their fans it. deserve it. They they really do. Should we take our show on the road to Kansas City when they're, Buffalo's there? 
yes. do a live show. Yes. Yeah. Bring the white van. I really wish that Buffalo, some some way, somehow, would get a home game in the playoffs. But they just can't because they'll be a wild card. Yeah. The rules. What team are we talking about? What happens about? when you Buffalo. play in the same division uh, as God? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeebus Christ oh, himself. Oh, how have we not talked about this? Who? What's going on with Shefty's report on Brady? What do we think? I think, so, Ryan, I listened to what Ryan Clark had to say, and he said that Schefter is just kind of piecing together tidbits of information that he knows. So, the trainer selling the house, Brady's selling his house. Alex Jones, uh, no, 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 so Guerrero. Alex Guerrero, mm-hmm. not Alex Jones. Um, he just bought a new house in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And I think Brady was looking for places in... Greenwich. Yeah, in, in Greenwich. So yeah, neck of the woods. Yeah, but Ryan Clark said that again. This could be. This is speculation by Schefter, but it might not mean anything yet. It just might just give Brady flexibility because you're selling a thirty-nine million dollar home. Might take a while. Thirty-three million dollar home. Or thirty-three million. Oh my god! Excuse me. They dropped the price down. Oh my god! Even though it's valued at t- nine. Um, <sighs> Well, it's Tom Brady, so they can sell it for whatever they want. But uh, Ryan Clark is like, this is just what rich people do. You know, they're, they they got to put their home on the market for, you know, and if Brady wants to stick around two, for like two, three more years, then, you know, they'll they'll find some place to live, I'm sure. I heard you know? Connecticut at one point. I saw in, uh, yeah, in an article. Yeah, French Connecticut. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where I live. So I'll be... Nice neighborhood. I'll be on the streets looking for Nice Brady. neighborhood. Yeah. Ticino will be out there at 3 a.m., Throwing pebbles at Brady's window. I mean, if you're Tom Brady and you could live all the way o- out in Greenwich, Connecticut, commute to Foxborough, buy work. a helicopter. <laughs> uh, what Take a is, helicopter what every is single day. Eye, Greenwich, Connecticut to Foxborough. Twenty-five. I'm talking twenty twenty-five minutes. Mm, it's like a two and a half hour drive. So. Twenty twenty-five minutes. <laughs> twenty-five is minutes. This, I'm telling you, twenty-five minutes in the air. Is this via Lime scooter or submarine? No, this is yes. chopper. Ah. Yeah, the Uber chopper. Yeah, is what he uses. You pay like nine dollars more for the. Uh, it's not the XL. I think it's the luxury mm-hmm. Uber. Yeah, because he well, obviously Edelman will have to move with him. Yeah, because like they can't go. And he'll live in the doghouse. Yes, just like at where Danny Amendola lived for all of 2013. Exactly. Is in it just me, house. or is all of Julian Edelman's Instagram stories him breaking and rebuying Xbox controllers? What? That's all he ever posts about. Or maybe it's Snap Story. He is constantly buying new Xbox controllers. I'm starting to think that he, like, kicks the crap out of them. I wouldn't be All surprised. he does at home is play Xbox, I guess. Yes. And he must have... I think it was last week. He posted a bucket of 70 Xbox controllers. I was and then on his table had about six or seven new ones. I mean, that, that's... my controllers are missing buttons. The X button is stuck in. Ah. Uh. This that, guy's like just that's a level, get me new controllers. That's a level of rage quit that we can all get behind. Oh yeah. So that's what his snap stories consist of. All of his Instagram stories consist of him like longboarding in With a tank top, insane uh, gala. The video of her on his balcony, mm-hmm. making sure everybody knows where he's at. Oh, yeah, he, he, lived, he lives somewhere in Back Bay. Is, is what we've deduced. Yeah. We need to uh, go on a little scavenger hunt, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I honestly just want to wave at him. I just want a yeah. little wave. I think we need to find him and just sit, like, just line the intersections. Like, we'll go, like, someone, like, near Newberry, someone, like, 
on like Dartmouth Street and just like just keep Sit looking all day until you see a guy on a we'll longboard with a fat beard and yeah, we'll with a lip and exactly <laughs> not Josh Gordon. <laughs> Josh I think Gordon. you'd notice Josh Gordon before you notice Julian Edelman. Is that because he's black? Yes. No, it's because <laughs> it's because he runs like he has a piano on his back. Yeah. He's piano uh, man. He's the one who has a piano literally on his back while running. Right. According to Skinny. I wonder if he we- uh, Edelman wears those JE11 gloves while he's on his longboard. Like me? Yeah. You well, you've seen my JE. I literally have the red Julian Edelman. I should get my own gloves. gloves. Yeah, I kind of yeah. want a pair of gloves now, too. MC69. Yeah. I played intramural football last week. I'm undefeated. Mm. Didn't get a text to come back, but I'm undefeated. No, that's all that matters. But, yeah, the cutters, like, you know, they don't drop anything. That was a good white night stand right there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> with, with the intramural football team. <laughs> yeah, I got the W. I haven't heard back. Uh, <laughs> but just got the W. That's all that matters. Free agent again. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm hoping and begging that Brady doesn't do anything, that he just stays. Mm -hmm. He just stays forever. He just exists. People are saying that out of the options of him retiring, staying in New England, or leaving to another team, him staying in New England is the least likely option. But then I listen to what other people say, like Rich Eisen and Rich Eisen, and he says, (laughs) he's like, yeah, okay, so... The speculation, the house selling, and all this, it points towards, like, him leaving somewhere, okay? But do you think that Brady would lie and and lie especially to Robert Kraft and put them in a situation where they have Jared Stidham and Cody Kessler as quarterback and just leave? And that if Belichick, like, if Brady leaves... Robert Kraft would not want that sitting on his plate, that that it's Kraft's fault for not bringing it. So it's that Kraft will definitely do whatever it takes to keep Brady around, I think. I, I think, thing? yes. I think there's about a 0% chance that Brady's leaving. Yeah, honestly. He has put in too much to New England sports and earned himself the right to have, like, a farewell tour. Mm-hmm. He he's gonna have the Kobe Bryant of he football. He earned his right to play as long as he wants. Yeah. And last year when the Patriots played the Packers on Sunday Night Football, Brady sat down with Rodney Harrison and they're talking. Rodney's like, "Oh, like how how much time do you have left?" And Brady's like, "Well, if it's a marathon, I'm on mile like 22." You know, it's not like he advanced a year and now he's on mile 26 mm-hmm. you know he's still got he has a couple years left yeah you know is what it sounds like to me and i i i couldn't see him going anywhere and what would land what where would he go he wouldn't he would never go to another team that's mm-hmm. not even a conversation and honestly because of the fact that he has taken less money from the team for so many years mm-hmm. to give money to other players if money is what he's looking for give him some money yeah and the only Give him the some weird, money. The really weird thing a couple I'll months pitch ago. I'll a few bucks, too. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll give him Start my... a GoFundMe page. I'll drop out of BU. Give him my <laughs> tuition. tuition just to keep watching him play. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that just covers the realtor fees. For we the would, house. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. But a couple months ago, when Brady restructured his contract, and it was they, it said two more years, $70 million, but then people read into what the extension actually said, and it said that he has, like, the right to opt out after this year. The next two are void. Right? So if he does what happens, if nothing happens, they're voided, right? So nothing has to happen for it to be voided. Correct. 
so something has to happen for it to not be voided, or will it 100% be voided after no, this? It'll, it'll be voided. And, and why? Is that just because so both I sides wanted the flexibility? Yep. And they took away the right to franchise them. So why would they even make, why wouldn't they just do a one-year deal? Why'd they have to make a two-year extension? Was it for cap? Yes. They now have $10,000 in cap monies. And speaking of cap money, Michael Bennett, who had philosophical, philosophic, no, I'm going to go with philosophical. I'm going to go into my thesauri and check if that's the right word. He had philosophical disagreements with the Patriots coaching staff, especially Ernie Adams. They were beefing Michael Bennett and Ernie Adams, and they shipped him off to Dallas. In exchange for a seventh-round pick. Because I guess that's what Michael Bennett is worth nowadays. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Can we get an offensive lineman in here? No. Don't no. have Cam Fleming? Um, no, yeah. Dante Scarnecchia will play the offensive line if need be. He will? Yeah, he would. He has the shape for it. We can't put the sawhole in? I would love to see... Silo Rupani, play offensive line. He'll play left tackle. He'll play left tackle. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Silo Rupani is another huge fan of the show, too. What's up, Sile? What's up? I know he's listening right now. He's been begging to get on the show. Um, and oh, we, man. I think he deserves, like, a, a five-second segment. Uh, Sile's stoner corner, yep. Yep, where he <laughs> talks about what he thinks he knows about football. And yeah, you will eventually. I think we'll bring him on one time, and everyone will be able to see. But I think it's time to make our picks. But before we make our picks, we'd like to take a moment and uh, thank our sponsors. Yeah, buddy. Mike, I don't know what your schedule is, but if you want to make picks with us, you know, let's do it. You have to making our picks. Yeah, pick it and stick it, baby. Pick it and stick it for this week. We. I did have a class start three minutes ago. But well, well at, this three point, minutes, at this was, point, there's not much you can do. At this point, there's nothing you can <laughs> that do. That was three minutes ago. That was, you, know, you can't go back in time, right? Exactly. But everyone will have to trust me here. I picked Minnesota, Minnesota. last night. Believe me, I picked Minnesota. Let's start. Uh, Atlanta hosting Seattle. Seattle gets back on track. Seattle's going to cover. I think Seattle's going to kill them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's going on with uh, the Falcons, Dan Quinn? Is he out? Is he going to be done? I don't even care about the Falcons anymore because I drafted Devontae Freeman thinking that I'd get one little shot at a year of a Falcons running back. Nope. You'll never get it. Mm -mm. You never have gotten it. No. You never will get it. Uh Uh-uh. They just make it. Their their running back situation in fantasy is almost more confusing than what New England does. It's so upsetting because I legitimately think that Devontae Freeman could be a Dalvin Cook on another team. Is Matt Schaub starting? Is he playing this game? Oh, my God. Remember when Matt Schaub started in the playoff game against us for Houston? It was at Houston. Um, Oh, shit, yeah, that was 2012. Yes. When Shane Vereen balled out. Yeah. They sucked. (laughs) Yeah, they did. (laughs) (laughs) What game game was more, was uglier, that game or the 2016 divisional? The, the Brock Star game? The Brock Star game. But I just got to see... Brock. We had Ru- we had Rutger- Rutgers came to fucking play that game. Rutgers represented... We got another Rutgers guy, Mohamed Sanu. Oh, but, yeah. But, all right, let's... let's 
get um, into it. Tampa Bay, Tennessee. We have to we have to gamble on the Seattle Atlanta game. What do we got? We're we're getting to gambling after. Oh. Gambling. We'll we'll do that after. But Tampa Bay, Tennessee. I don't care about this game. But it's, where's the game? It it's in matter. Tennessee. It's in Tennessee. It's not in London. For Bryce Cohen, are we taking Tennessee? <sighs> I already stuck in Tennessee titty, picked baby. Tampa Bay because I just have these weird feelings about things. Like Tennessee's at home against Tampa Bay. They should They should win, right? Everyone thinks Tennessee should win, but no. Because Bruce Arians and Bre- Arian is Arian. Yes, he's the superior coach. <laughs> <laughs> and Jameis Winston. <laughs> They'll Jameis will play like really well, so you're like, oh my god, like, oh, this is like what we look for in Jameis Winston. He'll throw for like four touchdowns and four hundred yards, and then the next games he'll suck. So I'm going with Tampa Bay here. Okay. Matt's going with Tennessee. Uh, five five tie. And I think Mike, are you going with Bryce for Tennessee? Yeah, I'm going with Bryce for Tennessee. That leads us to a shitty game, Arizona at New Orleans. Does this even deserve air no, coming out of our mouths? No, we, we all have the same answer. Yeah, it's, oh my God, I don't like Kyler Murray at all. I should have picked baseball. Yeah, you should have picked baseball. Although he's probably already made more money now than he he might have made. Because, so the, here's the thing about baseball. What if he might have, there's no guarantee that he ever would have played in ML, like in MLB. Right, what wasn't he, he? I think he was a first round pick. Right, but he still would have had to make his way through the through the through the ranks, right? Through different levels of ball, and if he sucks, yeah. they wouldn't have advanced him, right? Yeah. Whereas Kyler Murray, he can suck all he wants this year, and he'll still make his money because he's a, he's the number one pick. Yep. So uh, again, that took more air out of my mouth than it really deserved, and so is this one. It's the battle of the disciple or the the. The master versus the apprentice in McVeigh versus Taylor. Uh, next game. Um, <laughs> what if the, what if Cincinnati tanks better than Miami tanks? Well, they are right now. Yeah, all right. I think they have the number one overall pick. Right mm-hmm. Uh this this is like again. I don't like the teams, but like I think this is a game. It's worth at least. Kind of talking about Jacksonville, New Jersey Jets. Ride the stash. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Unless you think so that- we're huge fans of Minshew on the show, but again, this is like the Tennessee Tampa Bay game. I might have to pick the Jets because Sam Darnold played so atrociously last week that he's going to have to play pretty well this week, and then all the New York slash New Jersey fans. Be like, oh my God, Sam Darnold is so good. Uh, like, look at this. Boo. Oh, yeah. oh, the boogeyman got to him. But yeah, there's, there's. I don't think there's any ghosts in Jacksonville. So Sam Darnold will look really good. Everyone will be unzipping their pants in New York, New Jersey area, I ready to crown unzipped. him. Yeah. So you're you're ready to <laughs> whip it out for Darnold. Dongs for Darnold. And get mono. But I'm I'm going with the New Jersey Jets as much as it kills me to say. The next game, this could be the best game of the week. Oh, you're looking at that uh, the Buffalo that Philadelphia Giants, game, Lions game too. Well, that, that too, but Buffalo Philadelphia. Um, I mean, you spent a lot of time today convincing me on Buffalo. Right? Does that mean I, I got to take Buffalo now? Yeah. 
I mean, you can take whomever you'd like. I'm taking the Eagles. Fuck you, Desino. No, you don't know what my pick is. I've been so conflicted and torn this week of picking games. Buffalo, they're like the my my second. Like I, I like I like to see them do well whenever they're not playing New England. Okay, but when money's on the table here, which there isn't, I just don't. Buffalo played so poorly against Miami. And then Philadelphia is going to have to win. Bet my watch. Bet his watch. Matt just bet his watch. He put his watch on the table. My $12,000 Rolex. For Philadelphia. But I think I'm also going to Philadelphia here, too, just because of how bad Buffalo played last week. And if Buffalo doesn't, Buffalo needs to play how they played against New England if they want to win this Philadelphia game. Because I think Philadelphia will be motivated after being embarrassed by Dallas after they guaranteed a win against Dallas and sucked. You like that. Yeah. Right? So I think they're going to be coming in motivated to Buffalo. I think Buffalo's kind of riding high because they're 5-1 and one now, right? Mm-hmm. They're 5-1. and one. Uh, They think everything's going well. They played horribly against Miami and won. And I think that they just, I don't know, their head's not in the right place. I think this is going to be a wake-up call for Buffalo. I, I'm, I'm picking Philadelphia here. And that leads us to another unexciting game. Chicago Chargers. I don't care. <laughs> I'm taking the Bears. I'm taking the Bears, too. I'll take the Old Chargers. man Rivers doesn't have any juice left in that arm. And the Chargers defense has been letting me down. Yep. Oh, I wrote the only arc. juice that Old Man Rivers has less left in his arm is for uh, a primetime game against Kirk Cousins later this season. That's the only juice. juice and then another kid, but... Yep. Mind. Um, yeah, no, I already wrote about the Chargers and um, my my disdain for anything Chargers. I think they should be uh, um, vaporized off the planet. But um, I think I'm going to go with the Chargers this week. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Are you – is that your pinky bet? Nah. Are you betting the tip of your pinky? Uh, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> uh, my mi- middle finger bet is somewhere in here. I don't know where it is. Though. Yeah, what was your middle finger bet? Oh, it was um, Lehigh over Fordham, and I won that. Okay, that was huge. That was huge for you. <laughs> Lehigh came through overtime, won, I think, 30 to 27. Should I do a pinky bet on the Michigan-Notre Dame game? You should. Didn't you do that last week? No, I didn't bet any fingers for that you game. You said pinky on uh, the Penn State game. I don't know. Well, okay, Michigan should have tied that game. But there was did. a drop touchdown pass. And you should have cut off your pinky, but I you didn't. I did. I did, for those of because you can't see me Michael, right now. Are you, Is that where it went? Yeah, I don't have a pinky right now. Oh, look at the Houdini. Michael, are you going to risk any um, phalanges or other parts of your body on any of these bets this week? On any of these bets this week. When we get to the segment. Can, we should honestly just skip to it right now because I don't. All right, we'll, we'll run through the rest of these. Detroit Giants. Uh, Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> Matt Patricia's pissed off. Indianapolis, Denver. A couple years ago, that would have been Andrew Luck versus Peyton Manning. Instead, we have Jacoby Brissett versus Joe Flacco, oh, and uh, so, uh, Indianapolis Brissett. wins. Yep. San Francisco, Carolina. This is a good game. I think Carolina wins. No way. Really? Yes, I do. San Francisco played horribly. They played so bad last week. Nine nothing against the Redskins. If Carolina, they just got they just got Emmanuel Sanders. If Carolina wins... This is where things change for the 49ers. You think that he I fits think, right into that offense? I think that the 49ers are now... If Carolina wins. Legit. So you think Kyle Shanahan just finds a way to get Emmanuel Sanders rolling? Jimmy G will find him. They'll look good. Instead of putting up nine points, they'll... 
I don't know. I Put just don't see it. 22 this week. I'm rolling with Kyle Allen. If Carolina wins this The second week, best okay. quarterback with the last name Allen. And Kyle league. Allen looks good. Are they trading Cam Newton? Yeah. Mitchell Trubisky for Cam Newton straight up. Ooh. Ooh. Never thought about the both, both, Both teams don't want either of their quarterbacks. Who's a quarterback away that needs a quarterback? Oakland. Buffalo. Buffalo has their guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I think so. Mm. You not like Josh Allen? No. I think that He's that Buffalo's offense is just so mediocre, and they have, like, Sean McDermott, who is the most defensive-minded coach in the entire world, calling, like, they just, they don't have any, they have Brian Dayball calling plays on offense, who used to be our... The ball. Right, Dayball used to be our tight ends coach. That is uh, correct. Right in New England, their offense looks just like a middle school offense. It's just not. Uh, Josh Allen's doing the best that he can do, but anyway, I'm going Carolina with Kyle Allen beating uh, Jimmy Pornstar Garoppolo. Wrong. Wrong. False. False. Uh, All right, that's my pinky bet of the week. Houston, what? Oakland. Houston. I got I got to go with my guy right here. They want I'm a big Oakland fan too. I'm a big Mark Davis fan, you know what? <laughs> the Raiders. Raiders. You, is that haircut something you're into too? You know what? If I if the Raiders don't win, I'm going to get that haircut. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of huge bets right on this I, I this will. week. But if the Raiders do win, mm-hmm. um what can I make the Cino do? What would Mark Davis do? He looks like the kind of guy. You do have to slip your credit card into the waitress at P.F. Chang's mm-hmm. uh, bra yes. to pay the tab. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Mark Davis, <laughs> does he run across the field? I think he forgets where the field is. Yeah, he has no and idea what's going on. Because he's going to be stuck at the, uh, you know how they have the buffet? Mm-hmm. And they, you know those... Um, I, you know what? I feel like he will eat more of those those um, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You know those ones, the circle ones that you got in school? Yes. The smucker ones? He'll probably eat, like... <laughs> That's over, all he likes oh, to eat. Oh, Uncrustables. Oh, yeah, the Uncrustables. Those are the best peanut butter over and jelly sandwiches Over under 23 and a half Uncrustables that Mark Davis eats this game. I think I could eat over 23 and a half Uncrustables. I think, yeah, those probably go down those, really, those are really quick. easily, right? Those are quick. I know, but... Because couldn't... You, you can just fold them in half and literally It's go just a little two. circle. It's like three yeah. bites all the way around. Three bites. It's... I don't know. What do you put the point spread at, though, between that and how many uh, sacks um, Deshaun Watson takes? Ooh. Ooh. Mm. 51 and a half? Minus 51 and a half. In no, over, under, over, under. If you combine the sacks and the no, amount no, 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 of no, 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 crust, uncrustables that are consumed in the game. Because I feel like we should just be gambling on this every week and not anything else. Mm-hmm. That's a fifth. If you want to have in Crustables, it's a yeah, because Deshaun yeah, no no because Deshaun will be sacked like fifteen times, and then all Mark Davis needs to do is clear like thirty six on Crustables. Okay, I think thirty six isn't what, that big. What time? Of a what time's the game? Is it a one o'clock? No, game? it'll be a f- four o'clock game. All right, so if he's smart, he won't eat all morning. Right, show up to the game hungry. Oh, hungry because then if you if you show up hungry, those first. Twenty go down. Get like one that. of those Amazon drones no to just Pop-Tarts. drop in a box of Smuckers. Yep. 
they just start putting them down. In the owner's box, that's you think they have like those fancy like buffet trays like and you lift them up and it's just like a steaming hot pan of those peanut butter and jelly uncrustables. Uncrustables. Absolutely. Yes. That's what it is. But I like, would order that if I was in the suite. He's going to like rage. He doesn't know how to make a pe- peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> Mark Davis? Yeah, no, he doesn't know no, how to. I know, that's I, why I, he I, has I, to have the uncrustables. After sex, that's what he gives the girls every time. <laughs> An uncrustable? No, he makes their own peanut butter and jelly. He's chivalrous. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a good guy. And then you know, Robert Kraft walks out of a salon. Two different ways of doing it. I yeah. can and cannot confirm that I've been to one of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you cannot and can confirm at the same time. Next, Cleveland visited visits New England. I mean. I mean, come on, come on, come on. The, the bet Forget on this one is how many times does Baker Mayfield get picked off? Over under five, three and a half. Nah, All by six Rutgers is a lot. guys. Six is a lot. Two and a half. Yeah, oh, over, over under two and a half. I'm taking oh, I'll over. Go over 100% over. because Baker Mayfield against an average defense is usually good for two picks. Yeah, like a good game with Baker Mayfield, like he'll throw three touchdowns, two picks, and like we'll be like, good job, Baker. He can't. He he's like Brett Favre in the sense. He just keeps turning it over because he likes to try and make something happen. I'm going, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Baker threw three picks. All the Rutgers guys. Yep. McCourty gets one. Deron Harmon gets one. And the other McCourty gets one. And Muhammad Sanu. And Muhammad Sanu comes in when the Browns try a Hail Mary at the end of the game. He'll be back in the end zone and he'll pick it off. Just like Randy Moss did one time. Yeah. On a Hail Mary. And just like... uh, you know, Gronk. Or like that tackle right. Gronk made. Yeah. Against Miami, yeah. Oh, my God. I watched the uh, America's Game, like, 2018 Patriots. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how the NFL Network has, like, those, the, that hour show of, of basically Julian's talking, Gronk's talking, and I think Devin, was, Devin and Jason McCourty were talking, and they talk about what happened in Miami last year, and Gronk's like, yeah, usually I'm pretty good for a tackle, but uh, not that time. <laughs> <laughs> Goes back to taking pictures with the cats and doing his Tide Pod ads. Yep. Oh, man, that, those are his heydays. And now on Fox, he just, he's so, like, amped up and nervous at the same time on those, like, Fox pregames. Oh, my God, it's, it's like the first day of school for him. Yeah, he's a nightmare, but yeah. I love him. Oh, same here. Think he comes back? Week 12. <laughs> I think he comes back week 12. Oh, that's when he has to come back. Do you think he'll play good? Well? I think he, he just he wants is, another ring. He is goodest. Um, he is pretty goodest. All right, we have New England there. And then this is the game that we really wish Mahomes was playing for. Green Bay, Kansas City. No, I don't. Screw KC. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's much to talk about here. I mean, I think that Kansas City could make it competitive for, like, Half a quarter, but then Green Bay is just going to roll. And then the worst, one of the worst Monday night football games will be... You mean the best. Miami going into Pittsburgh. So is 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 the Duck playing for Pittsburgh, or will no, it be Mason, Rudolph. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? It'll be Rudolph. Ugh. We really like the Duck. We're huge fans of the Duck <laughs> on the show, but... Quack. <laughs> All good things come to an end, and, uh, you know, Pittsburgh does Miami a favor and, and hands them a loss. 
so those are our picks. I guess we've we've picked them and stick them. And now we got to. Uh, Do you have a bet? Do you have a, a no? We, cannabis parlay that comes at the very end for special listeners who stuck with us all through this. Uh, we have to do our Minshew men. Oh my God! We have our Minshew men of the week. Gunner guys, Matt, why don't you take us away first? Well, we have to first explain to Michael. Oh, I have I have debriefed Michael, but our Minshew man of the week again for those who don't know. There's a very narrow and very wide range of criteria on both at the same time to be able to pick your Minshew Man of the Week. They have to have done something spectacular or, in fact, nothing spectacular at all. Mm-hmm. And they really just have to embody a mentality of some sorts. And that's really... And, and, and the, the answer should be obvious with those requirements. It should always be popping into your head, okay, this one so is my Minshew Man of the Week. And then we also have Gunner Guys of the Week, and that is similar to Minshew Man of the Week, but in, in fact, they should embody someone more like Gunnar Olszewski. Yes. Or they should, might not embody someone like Gunnar Olszewski. You never know. You never know. So, Matt. Well, my Minshew Man of the Week is our waiter last night at sunset mm. uh, coming through with all those margaritas for me. So I completely <laughs> forgot what the hell happened in that horrid football game. <laughs> So, yeah, thank you for distracting me from that awful Kirk Cousins. That's a solid Minshew Man of the Week. My Sunset Cantina waiter. And your Gunner Guy? My Gunner Guy of the Week is, I'll just give it to Elon Musk because he's smoking a joint on my shirt. That's pretty dope. (laughs) Look at that. Look at that. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations to Elon Musk. We need to tag him. Elon Musk. On Twitter. Saying that he won our Gunner Guy of the Week award. I'll tweet at him right now. You should. All right. All right. I'm going to start with my... Minshew Man of the Week. And I'm going to go, actually, with Ernie Adams. Really? Ernie Adams. Because the Patriots' back office always has something up their sleeve. This week they released, or eventually being released, will be Josh Gordon because he was put on the IR. Mohamed Sanu was signed. Michael Bennett was traded. And, I don't know, back in 2014 when the first Do Your Job documentary was released, Ernie Adams was absolutely obsessed with Michael Bennett because they were trying to stop him in the Seattle Super Bowl game because Michael Bennett was a beast. And, like, that was our biggest problem to stop number 72, I think he was back in Seattle. And Ernie Adams was obsessed with him. He's like, we got to stop him. we got to stop Bennett, blah, 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 blah. And now we, we had Bennett. And then we trade him away. So Ernie Adams definitely had something up his sleeve there. They know a lot more about Josh Gordon's situation than we do. Ernie Adams, my Minshew Man of the Week. And then my Gunner Guy of the Week. (sighs) My Gunner Guy of the Week will be Joe Buck. Joe Buck. Joe Buck went on Pardon My Take this week. And basically explain to us why we shouldn't hate him and that he's actually a fair commentator because he doesn't really take one side or the other. And I heard all the reasons why I shouldn't hate him, but I still hate him. And I really just don't like him calling Thursday night football games. And then he, on top of that, he will be calling the World Series as well. And I have to listen to Joe Buck much more than I want to. That's my gunner guy of the week, Joe Buck. You got a Tinder notification. Yes, I did. <laughs> Mike? Um, so I don't know if this is legal. Like, I don't know if this is a legal move. 
but oh, there's you think legality. I'm, I'm judge and jury of this Minshew. I'm man. going with I'm uh, executioner. <laughs> going with Minshew special teams of the week. Wow. Okay. And it's because I can't think of anything better to define the Miami Dolphins than to be down three points with a minute and 45 seconds left to do an onside kick. They were truly special. An onside kick that goes 10 yards in the air. So about from here to the door, (laughs) give or take, maybe a little more. Yeah, big door. 10 yards, and Micah Hyde was able to walk into the end zone from start to finish of the play, (laughs) untouched, not a fingertip. I watched the video seven times. One hand almost grazed the hip. Oh, Didn't get the hip. Didn't get the hip. So I don't know why I'm giving them the Minshew of the week. Mm -hmm. Well, they deserve it. But I just, they deserve it. Yeah. They deserve it. They really fit the criteria perfectly. And then. Gunner guy. My gunner guy. Yeah. Is Juju Smith-Schuster. Wow. For his commercials. And that is because. Three weeks ago, I was down by two points in fantasy football. Oh my gosh! Fifty-two to fifty. I needed a low scoring. Game. Or no, I'm sorry, seventy-two to seventy. Still very low. All right. It was a terrible week. We play standard, so mm-hmm. if you score above ninety, it's a good week. Mm. Score in the hundreds, it's a really good week. I had seventy. Okay. Okay. Tough quarterback outing. Whatever. I'm down two points. The guy I'm playing has nobody, and I have Juju. Oh, so man. I'm like head on the pillow. Good night. I'm not, I don't even I don't even need to see what's going on. I wake up to a 17-yard performance from Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh no. My th- early third-round pick. Oh no. And he's out here this week on Monday Night Football doing Pizza Hut ads, just enjoying himself. Oh my god. Enjoying him. I mean, I watched an an hour of NFL stories of this. <laughs> You can't enjoy yourself on a 17-yard performance. You can't. You're not allowed. It's against the rules. That is Juju Smith-Schuster holding a Pizza Hut with James Conner and Ryan Switzer. Yep. Wow. And he's just enjoying himself. Should they be eating that before a game? It It was Monday Night Football. They were watching the game, and they, like, took over the NFL account. Oh so they were God. like, they were like, uh, your Steelers' offensive threats are going to be taking over Monday Night Football. Let's have a live look in at what they're doing tonight. You know, they get free Pizza Hut sponsorship. Oh, look at all the pizza we bought. No, you, you didn't buy uh-huh. it. You didn't buy it. You no. didn't buy anything. So yeah, that's a good one. Juju's let me down. He's um, the gunner guy. I've tried everything I can do in my possible power to trade him. Uh, no, no takers. But uh, the only thing I'm really getting for offers is like Mike Glennon. <laughs> Glennon, Glennon. Glennon. By the way, do you think Mike Glennon looks a little bit like one of the, quote, bad guys from Home Alone? Marv? Does he look like Marv? Should we pull up side-by-side comparisons? Yeah, I think I'm going to pull up a quick picture. Okay. No, just do the gradient with his face. (laughs) Gradient with his face. Ooh, okay. All right. Now now I'm visualizing Mike Lennon. 6'7. Did you know he was 6'7? Yes. Yeah, I could if you add hair to if Mike Lennon. If you add hair. The eyes really are a little different. We got the chin, we got the yeah, face. Yeah, but the, the chin for sure. That that the head whole, shape. The whole shape of the face. Yeah. I don't know. Every time I see Mike Lennon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lennon. That's how I, that's how Gruden calls him. All I think about is that scene where 
Kevin's throwing the bricks off the roof uh-huh. in New York City, hitting this dude on the face. Wow. I, I could see that right there. And, you know, just to wrap up the show, Matt has a can't-miss bet, and I have my can't-miss parlay. And you know what? Do you, do you care who goes first? Oh, you can go first. All right, I'm going first. <sighs> All right, here we are. I If this show was recorded yesterday, I would have included Minnesota in my can't-miss parlay, and it would have just increased the odds. But instead, we're going to have to go with Pittsburgh money line, Green Bay money line, New England money line so far. Very interesting. We're also taking the under on the Giants-Lions game at 49-and-a-half. That's definitely going to be under. And then Rams money line, okay? That is... Five bets, and if you want, we usually do, what, $30 every week? So, and it won't let us parlay it. But $30 probably would have made you, like, 200 bucks right there. That's a can't-miss parlay. I don't have a parlay, but I have, I have a lock of the week right here. All right, let's hear it. Rutgers is getting seven and a half points against Liberty. Oh my, well this is a big week for Rutgers. This right? is a big week for Rutgers. We're a big Rutgers fan. They, they they might be DBU. Rutgers is at home. Not only will they cover, but they will win outright. Wow. Over Liberty. That's incredible. Sweet dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I don't know if you have any bets ready for us. If you don't, uh, I don't have. If you're not a betting man, that's okay. The it. problem is, is I was a betting man for a really long time until mm. I ran out of money. Right. Okay. Um, between the whole girlfriend and betting thing, it really takes a big hit on your wallet. Oh, big hit on your wallet. So that's why you be. I'll throw. I'll, th- I'll like throw me. some uh, some flanges on the line. Um, How many? I'm gonna bet my pointer finger on my left hand. Mm. That, tennis, that, that Tennessee sticks it to Tampa Bay this week. Wow. Picks it and sticks it. Oh, my God. So we have, some, we have the two finger, finger bets. We have two finger and bets. And we have Matt betting his watch. I did. Throw my AirPods in there, too. Wow. Actually. Okay. So we have a watch, two fingers, AirPods, and I'll throw in my Julian Edelman red cutter gloves. And I'm not going to throw this on the throw any more bets on the table, but I also think that Mariota runs for 50-plus yards. It makes a that's, big impact. That's on the a game. real hot take right there. Wow, well, Mariota running for 50 yards. We would have never guessed it. 50, uh, closer to 100. Okay, closer to 100 yards. Those are our bets this week. And that was the Friday show this week. I'm going back to bed. Now it's the weekend. Now it is the weekend. What do we do? Listen to the podcast over and over. I know. That's also, all you can do. You can find us on um, a variety of social media platforms. Yeah, if you didn't know, we're at, on Apple Podcasts now. You can find us also. Really? Uh, I had well, to download Spotify to listen because I couldn't get it on Apple. We only at Cast got Money approved Matt. for Apple Podcasts um, the, at the beginning of this week. Okay. My Twitter name Takes is. Like, so, now we're, so now we're blowing up. You need, oh, yeah, huge. you probably need at least like 500,000 followers to, to get on Apple Music. So did we finally hit that? Yes, the we, we're at 500k, and are we dropping handles now? Yes, at Castellani Matt on Twitter. Also, if you can't spell Castellani, just type in Phil Swift here for Flex Seal, and you'll find me on Twitter. Um, at Andrew Decino on Twitter. If you don't know how to spell Decino, just type in Andrew Decino on Twitter, and I'll come up. Um, I don't tweet. 
Um, I, I have a Twitter. I think it's still my seventh grade picture of me with the red sunglasses on at Mike PFEFF1. There it is. Also, we have a website now, grievancesfiled.wordpress.com. Check it out, better than profootballtalk.com. They're also a huge fan of the show, by the way. We had to mention too. But thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, boys. Of, of you know, of course, it was our pleasure. And just listen to the podcast on repeat now and uh, enjoy your weekend. Peace. What you gonna do? You wanna get down? Tell me. Oh, what you gonna do? Do you wanna get down? Standing on the wall, get your back up off the wall. Tell me, how you gonna do it if you really don't wanna dance by standing?